When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome to Sustainable Success. I hope everyone's having a great week, the prosperous, sustainable way. Uh, it's a great week here in the New York City area. And what a way to kind of kick off here as we're just winding down Q3. So today, uh, today's show is being brought to you by Empowered Fathers in Action, also known as EFA Movement. And Empowered Fathers in Action is dedicated to not only strengthening the father-son bonding process, but also working with families to build interdependent environments where they can communicate and lead by example. And this will lead to more interdependent communities and interdependent businesses. So check them out at efamovement.org. That's efamovement.org. The organization is doing some great things. And again, if this is something that can help you personally in your family or your community or business, again, this particular organization has a lot of resources and partners to help you wherever you are. Again, efamovement.org. Today, we're going to have a great show, and this is a topic that really touches me personally because I am an influencer, and you happen to be on the Influencer channel here of Voice America. So uh, today's topic we're going to be talking about is influence with a heart. So again, that's influence with the heart, and our guest today is going to be uh, Ben uh, Joya, excuse me, Ben Joya. And I wanted to uh, give him a brief brief background about Ben, so this way uh, you'll have a better understanding of what we're talking about today, Influence with a Heart. So Ben Joya is the creator of the Influence with a Heart method. He helps people connect to their purpose and create a plan to express it in the world in an authentic, sustainable, and profitable way. Ben is a two-time best-selling author and international speaker. So whether he's positioning global thought leaders, teaching mindful leadership to audiences at Stanford, or helping Fortune 100 implement EQ, which is for emotional intelligence, I love that area, Ben is highly recognized for shifting culture, improving resilience, and turning employees into evangelists. Ah, I love it. Without further ado, we welcome Ben Joya to the show. Ben, how are you doing today? Hey, Chris, really, really well. Thank you so much, and it's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Oh, Ben, it's so great. And I, you know, we, we've been connected through, you know, the EBC, which is the Evolutionary Business Council and what, you know, such a wonderful group. And obviously you are a, you know, a, a big part, if not one of the bigger parts of that uh, organization in terms of, of the culture and, and, and everything, all the good that uh, that organization brings. And, you know, this is a topic that really I love, you know, you know, influence with the heart, because I'm a big proponent of influencing, but in a way that helps empower people to draw their own conclusions. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, as we get into your method, just a little bit about what inspired you to really go in this direction with influence with a heart? Yeah, thank you. I, I would love to. I am, um, you know, I was growing up, uh, service was a big part of my, um, what was going on in my family and my history. You know, a bunch of school teachers, a bunch of lawyers, like the good kind of lawyers <laughs> in my family. And, um, you know, just always wanted to do good in the world and knew that. And 
uh, started off in the corporate world. I was actually doing magazine production for quite a few years for some major titles. And I loved the work. I loved the process. I loved you know, creating something with a team of people. But I just realized that I wasn't getting that satisfaction of service. So moved over to the nonprofit world and, again, loved uh, working with the team, loved having some level of impact, but just starting to realize that you know, a lot of nonprofits and NGOs really don't have the leverage you know, that they want to have um, you know, for all sorts of different reasons. So I said, you know, there's got to be a way that I can make a bigger impact myself. You know, what is that way? And right around that time was when it made sense for me to step out uh, as my own, on my own as a consultant and just through, I guess, through the, my own personal evolution, uh, through the kind of clients that I was working with and the organizations that I was collaborating with, we just started really understanding more and more you know, how important it was to really bring the heart into business in a big way, um, you know, to bring integrity into the space in a big way. And I was just noticing that the more I was doing that, the better results I was getting, the better results the people I was serving were getting. And then, you know, out in the greater world around me, other individuals and organizations doing the same were starting to get better results as well and all the way down to the bottom line of actually being more profitable. So I said, hey, I think there's something here, and I think this is really what the world needs. I, I agree 100%. And when you when we talk like about the heart, you know, you talked to you know we in your bio you had emotional intelligence, and I'm a big advocate of EQ, and incorporated a lot of things I do in coaching when I'm working with organizations. Would you equate the emotional intelligence in some way to the heart? You know, the heart being the the symbolic, you know, the symbol that we're leading from the heart. You know, we're coming from empathy, kindness, uh, you know, relating to others, listening, and understand that sort of thing. Exactly that. Yeah, you just you nailed it beautifully. Um, you know, and, and I think it's really, really interesting. Uh, you know, in in the EQ space, you know, more and more organizations bringing uh, those tools and that awareness, you know, into the workplace. You know, it's such a beautiful thing. And I think what happens sometimes, uh, and very much, much, you know, in the United States, in other Western cultures, you know, where where there's a lot of um, you know energy around success and achievement and productivity, you know, you get to something like EQ, which is, which is very heart-based, right? This is a, a thing that's ultimately coming from a place of love and care and, like you said, empathy. And, and I also will throw in the words respect and integrity. And, you know, there can often be that, um, that desire and that drive to, you know, quantify it, uh, which is okay. I mean, we, we, we like tracking things, but very often, um, you know, when you get into the word love or the word heart, like people will shy away from that sometimes. <laughs> so it, it's yes. kind of funny that, that, yeah, that I think a lot of organizations uh, and individuals, they're, they're like playing in that space, but they want to go, hey, this is actually about love, you know, the, the core thing that we're talking about here. Um, so I, I feel like that, you know, it's, it's shifting, it's starting to shift in that direction as well. And, you know, they're not mutually excuse, exclusive at all. I'm just, I'm finding it fascinating how, you know, the, the most human thing about us humans is the thing that we're often so reticent to talk about in the business space. Yeah, it's almost like it's like separation of church and state, right? You know, it's like, okay, <laughs> you can't talk about, but it's like, why? Who came up with these rules? You know, so it, it no, it's so evident because, you know, it, 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 I think it's played such an important role 
in when you bring in the heart, you know, it unites versus divides. And and in so many organizations and, you know, even with individuals, if they're dealing with people, you know, there's so much divide. There's so much codependency, you know, and from what I, you know, I gather with the with the influence with the heart method it's, you know, it's bringing people together to do bigger and better things, but yet you're still responsible for whatever you're, you know, whatever you're, whatever you bring to the table, right? Would that be safe to say kind of like how this could work in an organization, how we, how everyone can work together? It doesn't mean everyone has to agree on everything, but yet find a common ground to do, you know, come together and, and do bigger and better things. Exactly, yeah. Again, beautiful articulation coming from you. Uh, yeah, just this idea of common ground, and common ground doesn't happen if everybody agrees all the time, right? Because if everybody's agreeing all the time, then people are harboring, probably harboring ill will and resentment. Yes, <laughs> on some absolutely. Level, right? Yeah, but you know, if you give if you give the space for disagreement, for dialogue, uh, but all in that space of integrity and respect, and also in that space of empathy, it's like, hey, I want to hear, you know, why you don't agree with me, and not only do I want to hear it, but I want to attempt to stand in your shoes, you know, see the situation through your eyes, understand, you know, from your perspective why this isn't working for you or why you don't think. You know, it's working for the organization or the team. And then, you know, in that space is when really, really amazing things happen because there is more of that connection, of that unity that you were talking about and really breaks breaks down the divisions, you know, for all the ways that we think we're different from each other. You know, we're so much alike, <laughs> right? And, well, and it's yeah. really that paradox. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know, we, 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 we are unique. We are individuals and some of the influence with the heart method, as you mentioned in uh, in the intro about me, you know, it's this idea of being fully expressed, like being your most joyful, full expression of yourself as the way that you can thrive. And if you're thriving, I'm thriving, we're thriving, you know, our company, our project, the thing that we're creating is going to thrive without a doubt. No, absolutely. And, and would you say like, uh, that, you know, when it comes to like, you know, when you got people working together, whether if it's in business or if it's in a community, uh, it could be in a family, it doesn't, you know, it could be anything that, you know, yeah. yes, you're going to have, di- you might have, dis- you know, you might not agree on everything, but if we're going to solve problems and create solutions, you got to come from the heart. We can't be always coming from our heads because, you know, that could lead to, you know, expectations, being unfulfilled. And like you said, you know, maybe feeling like I have to go along with the flow and then there's resentments. Can you can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, the it, it's tricky because we're blessed with a brain, right? Uh, our mind that helps us do amazing things in the world, you know, create incredible things, Um you know, do incredible stuff for ourselves and other people, but very often, you know, our mind is the thing that can get us into a lot of trouble. <laughs> and just like you said, in that space of expectation, assumption, um, you know, behaving based on our history or the history that we've observed in other people and our expect- expectations about them, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking information from situations, you know, observing what other people do. Of course, I mean, that's that's how we survive as human beings on the earth. 
But, um, you know, very often what's really, really important, what I teach my clients, you know, is to really drop into that space of the heart uh, and try to listen from that place, right? You know, very often, you know, this still happens to me and Chris, I'm sure it happens to you sometimes because we're human, right? Like, like you're, you're hearing somebody talk and in your mind, you're, it's like you're making a list of like, okay, I'm going to say this, I'm going to respond like this, yeah. I'm going to circle back to that, right? All of these things. And when we're doing that, we're not truly listening, we're not truly present. So, like I said, I'll invite, you know, my clients to really, you know, drop into their heart. And sometimes, you know, just very tangibly, I'll say to them, hey, when you're listening to me speak to you right now, why don't you actually put your hand on your heart? And that is a is a powerful and direct way to make that shift because it reminds you to to bring bring your awareness kind of down and you know out of your brain for a moment and just actually hear and listen and, and let the words land because you know when we're in that present more present more quiet space you know that's when the true listening happens you know the deep listening the leadership presence and there's that space for uh, wisdom, intuition, and creativity that doesn't happen so much when we're all caught up in our heads. Well, I love that because, I mean, you know, you're right. You know, most people, and this especially for salespeople, like they're, they're, they, they're hearing, but they are they really hearing because they're hearing, but they're listening to respond versus understand. And yep. on some level, subconsciously, the person may not know it consciously, but subconsciously, they may not feel that they're being related to. And that is so, so true. You know, it it is so true. And, you know, so what are some things we have about, you know, less than three minutes to the break. So I wanted to find out, you know, what are some things that people could start to do to maybe make improvements there in terms of distinguishing whether if they're listening to respond versus listening to to uh, understand. And you talked about really, you know, about the heart, you know, you know, putting your hand on your heart. Anything else that could help anybody in that area? Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, be be aware of your breathing, and then try to just hang out with your breath. And you know that's easy to do with your hand on your heart because you can just kind of feel your chest, you know, rising and, and falling. Um, and and also just you know even if you notice that you're not listening, um, merely bringing being aware of that fact of going, holy cow, I'm not really listening at this moment is a really, really powerful move, right? Awareness of everything is the first step to changing it, to amending it, to making it better. And, you know, all of this, everything that I've said today, everything that we've talked about, really requires practice. Like, this isn't something that you're going to listen to this discussion that Chris and I are going to have, and, and you're going to be able to fix this tomorrow and make it all better tomorrow. No, you're going to start taking steps and Part of taking steps is knowing that it's practice and giving yourself a break and just doing the best you can and then trying again. Yeah, that's so true. Like I said, we're human beings and, you know, you know, to inform a new habit can take, uh, you know, you know, some people will say three to four weeks, but that's maybe just a form. I mean, it could take six months before it's embedded at, at the subconscious level. Um, you know, yeah. you know, shifting from what, what I like to say from a fixed to a growth mindset. So, you know, in, in less yeah. than a minute, we have a minute to the break, uh, Ben. Can you summarize that, you know, some of the key points that we just talked about for the audience on some of the things for, you know, that really they should really take to heart here, you know, uh, before we go ahead to break? Absolutely. Yes. No, no pun intended. <laughs> take it to heart. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just this idea of, of influence with a heart. Um, 
you know, inviting people to say yes to who you are and what you offer uh, so it's good for them and good for you and good for the world around you. Like, I think that's really the gist of it, right? Like, how can we make this not only win-win, as we also hear, often hear that term, but how do we make things win-win-win, right? Good, good for everybody in the mix. And one of the best ways to do that is really drop into that space in our hearts. Easy way to do that is put your hand on your heart, feel yourself breathing, and listen and listen and listen and practice, you know, just listening to somebody and practice keeping your mouth shut. And see what mm-hmm. happens as you listen, truly listen, That's because awesome. you're going to hear the yep. words they say, and you're going to hear some things that they don't say as well. Wow, this is powerful. We got more to come here from Ben Joy again. The He is the uh, creator of Influence with a Heart Method. We're going to be learning more about that, and we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. 
Well, welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us again, we're here with Ben Joya, the creator of the Influence with a Heart Method. And again, that is the title of our discussion today, Influence with a Heart. And we were talking a little bit about the process, again, leading from the heart and what that meant. And if you are just joining us, you can also hear this episode on demand, which will be available later today. So feel free to listen to this uh, episode again in its full entirety. There's a wealth of information. So, Ben, you know, where we had left off, I wanted to get into a little bit about, and I know this is obviously important for companies, and it always starts with people, but what is, why, why is it important to have, you know, the, when you look at purpose and alignment in this equation? Yeah, yeah, thank you. That, that's a that's a great question, Chris, and, and you know, really integral to to my method. It, it is the first step that I uh, not only teach people but invite them to explore. Um, and I think all of us have a purpose, whether or not we realize it or not, or not. You know, like the, the depth of understanding. But what I've come to understand, uh, you know, with individuals is that the more you're on point with who you are, what you're about, why you're here. You know, whatever that looks for you, likes for you, ah, <laughs> pardon me, looks like for you spiritually or not, but, you know, the reason for your existence, um, you know, the more you're lined up with that, like, life is better that way. You know, it's more enjoyable, it's it's more fun, you know, you, you have a higher chance of success and, you know, success on your own terms, which is a beautiful thing. And what I'm really seeing more in the world, especially with younger people, is when when there's not that sense of purpose, you know, even from from younger ages, you know, people this depression, anxiety, you know, uh, possibility for for drug abuse, you know, all sorts of things, right? So, you know, on that human level, you know, connecting, having a sense of purpose is, is really powerful, and then shifting it into into the business perspective for an entrepreneur, for any kind of individual person. Um, expressing who you are and what you're about through the work you do is incredibly powerful because it's a beautiful way to stand out, you know, among the, you know, 50 other consultants out there who might be doing what you're doing, for example, <laughs> right? Um, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of good people out there doing a lot of good stuff, but why would people pick you? And, you know, very often people will choose us for, you know, the energy that we're bringing uh, into that interaction. Like they'll, of course, look at our credentials, check our website, all those kinds of things. But, you know, people are ultimately hiring us to serve them. And you know, the more we're aligned with, with our purpose, why we're here, you know, in that space of really doing what we love, um, it makes it a heck of a lot easier for people to say yes to us and keep saying yes to us. No, I think that's true, you know, it, because, you know, would you safe to say, like, I mean, when you talk about the heart, that's also, you know, what you're getting in touch with your, your true, not only your purpose, but your, 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 your core values, your, you know, beliefs, yep. your, di- you know, maybe the, the principles, whatever you want to call it. And people are, you know, are, it doesn't mean they have to align with that 100%, but if they can relate and align to it in some way where they feel comfortable, I would say, safe to say that would be very important, not only with an individual, but even with a company, you know, if a company has to have that too, you know, for, for people to relate to that. It's more than just the product and service itself. Would that be safe to say? Exactly. 100%. And I appreciate you, you know, offering that bridge um, in organizations, right? Uh you know, one of the biggest challenges that, that 
employees have is not feeling connected in the bigger picture, you know, to the people that they're working with, to the people that they're working for, you know, meaning, you know, their managers, their leaders, and ultimately, you know, their clients and or customers, right? So if you can help create that, again, using the word alignment around purpose and, you know, it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't mean that, you know, an individual's purpose it might not line up a hundred percent with you know the organizational purpose, but if it you know if you're coming back to that space of you know what are the 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 core you used both the word value and principles um I like to use the word uh, pardon me I like to use the word principles myself you know uh, in echoing stephen covey right seven habits of, of highly successful people yeah um he talked about yeah, principles being those those unchanging things, right? He says that values sometimes can change based on, you know, time and history, culture, things like that, but uh, that principles are the things that are forever, um, you know, like all, all people are created equal, right? That's a principle. So if your organization, you know, can align around something like that, you know, whether it's, the vision of the organization or, you know, the individual understanding of the employee, you know, they're certainly both going to be on the same page, right? Like, it's like, how are we all expressing this, you know, bigger thing that's good for, you know, us as individuals for this organization and for the people we serve. And then, you know, I think from there, you know, there's also that possibility of, you know, helping individuals, connect to their purpose within the organization, but also helping teams connect to their connect to and express their purpose, right? Because, you know, a certain team, like let's say an IT team might have a different way to express the purpose of the organization through the work that they do, you know, versus the accounting group, right? And ultimately it's all about the same big picture win, win, win thing, but it's, a, you know, each, each version of that expression can be a little more more individual, and with that more individual expression, I think is a greater level of of ownership, right? And you know, feeling like, hey, I'm really, really part of what's going on here in a powerful way. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I think that's so important. And and it's, you know, again, you know, to get to get, have people come together like that, you gotta you gotta be the example, you know. So. It's not just you got to be a certain title to to demonstrate this. You could be wh- whatever title you are, and just being the example, I think, is always key. So, what are some of the other things that? You, I mean, I don't know if you want to expand further on that, or if, but um, but you know, do you want to talk about any of the methods, or do you want to continue on that that where we what we're working on right now? Yeah, thank you. I actually, I, I um, you you again, you know, being being the good interview interviewer you are. <laughs> You made a nice bridge for me. Um, you know, is, is is this idea of being the example, right? Whether you are the quote-unquote leader or not. Um, you know, when I work with organizations and, and even small companies, I really like to help people understand that, that everyone is a leader unto themselves, right? And if you are you know, embodying that principle or those principles that you're standing behind, you, know, you are truly a leader, and when when the official leadership is setting the example and you know everybody else in the mix is 
uh, you know, standing in their own example of, of that, you know, of that principle, then not only does the culture shift internally, but the perception of the brand shifts externally, which is really, really powerful, right? Like if you want to, if you want to change an organization's culture, right? Like get, get the leadership to, you know, to, to, to act in the way that, that, you know, that, that needs to be shown to everyone, empower everyone else to step into that space as well. And, you know, in the course of those internal shifts happening, the external perception of that company is going to change over time as well. Like, it's really amazing how, how brand, you know, a, an individual or a company's brand is, you know, the external expression of the culture that's happening inside the organization. Mm. Now, it's so important. It's so important. And and I guess that's where, you know, transparency and being authentic comes into play. And uh, what which obviously, you know, it, it, it's so important. And, and, and what what makes things sustainable, by the way. So absolutely. Exactly. Like, you know, you, you talk about sustainable success. I mean, that's that's what that is right there. Yeah, yeah, and it, like I said, even not, and looking at problems as not problems that you know continue to, but you're looking at problems as opportunities to grow and expand. So you know, it's all part of that process of of uh, learning. And I think you know, like you said, everything you talked about is equipped to look at it that way, which I think is great. So in terms of some other methods. Um, you know, you know, let's discuss a little bit about like, you know, empathy and, you know, storytelling, all these different, some of these other areas that we could chat about that, how they play a role into, you know, influence with their heart. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so these are some of, some of my favorite topics and this is why <laughs> they're absolutely part of, part of what I teach and, and help people with. Um, yeah, empathy is, is brilliant. You know, we touch a little bit on it earlier in this conversation, but uh, that ability to stand in someone's shoes and see the world through their eyes and, and really, you know, understand their experience. And, and, you know, it doesn't mean that um, you might have, you know, the exact experience and know exactly what they went through. Like, you know, for example, my mom is still alive. You know, someone else whose mom has passed away. Um, you know, I don't necessarily have that direct experience, but as a human being, I certainly understand grief and loss, right? So being able to, to hold that space and understand that, hey, that person over there, you know, is experiencing, you know, grief and loss or, you know, joy and celebration, whatever that is, you know, that creates a beautiful space of connection. And when you're using empathy in the context of your communication, whether it's internal communication in an organization or the part of the marketing that you're putting out into the world, um, it creates a space for people to open up to you. And when people open up, you know, they're being honest with you, they're speaking the truth. And, you know, if you're paying attention, you know, they're going to tell you what they need and how they need it. (laughs) Right. And very often you can listen closely and take that language and then turn around and say, hey, I hear you saying you want, you know, X, Y, and Z. Like, I'd like, uh, you know, I want, I want my car to have, you know, 60 miles. I want my car to get 60 miles a gallon, right? And car company could say, hey, we hear all of you saying this, and we're now, you know, we've just launched a car that, that will give you 60 miles a gallon, right? Like, like 
while it's a, it's a simple example, there's so much power in just listening closely. Like I said before, like not, you know, not interrupting, not, you know, waiting to respond, but listening to what people are saying to find out what they really want and need and using the language that they're using, you know, to turn back around and say, Hey, I truly hear what you're saying. And, you know, this is what we're going to do about it, or this is how we're going to address that situation, that concern, that desire of yours, right? Because when, when people feel like they're really being heard from you, and, you know, very often that's as, as straightforward as saying, you know, I, I hear that you're upset, or I, I hear you using these specific words, you know, the, the person at the other end is going to think you care about them, uh, because you do, right? Because clearly you've been listening and clearly you've been paying enough attention to them that you are, you know, speaking their language, you know, in a, in a powerful way, you know, literally by using the words and the phrases that they're using. So that's one of the several of the things that I love about empathy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, empathy is so okay. And, and what's great about empathy we, and we have a less than three minutes to the break, but you know, I love about empathy Thank is you. that it empowers people. It, it it empowers people to take responsibility for whatever they bring to the table versus pleasing, right? Enabling or, or, or empathy and pleasing. A lot of times, people might equate the two to be the same, but they're completely opposite. Empathy. I always tend to relate that to interdependency and pleasing to codependency. Would that be the case? Like yeah. if we were looking at, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Empathy is, 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 it sounds like a soft kind of word and a soft kind of concept. And it's one of the most powerful, powerful things you can bring you know, into your life, into your organization, you know, into the world. Like the more empathy we have, you know, the more love connection we have, you know, the less war and strife we have, you know, literally it, it, it works like that. Yeah. No, I think it's, uh, and I think it's so important. I mean, if you think about it in a family in a community, and then in a business, it, it's just a great way to prevent uh, conflict, you know, so any disagreements can be addressed and proactively addressed in a way that, that has resolution versus it having to escalate to a, a certain point because we're people or, you know, certain groups might be harboring, uh, you know, uh, resentments because something didn't meet their expectation or uh, something wasn't done, you know, that they thought should be done, whatever the case may be. So it's so important. So um, Ben, we got about less than uh, about. We have about a minute left. So if you want, if you could sum up, you know, again, the you know the purpose and alignment and empathy, you know, some of the, just the key points here in about thirty seconds, you know, that would be great. Sure, sure, yeah. So um, the more you're connected to your purpose as an individual, as an organization, the more you will thrive. The more the organization organization will thrive. Uh, the more people will be able to work together um, because everybody's on the same page or more and more on the same page. And then empathy is a brilliant communication and leadership tool because it creates that connection and resonance between between people, between and among people. And a quick tip for that, if you want to create empathy, and Chris, we can talk a little bit more about this after yeah. the break, um, ask people to tell you their stories and you tell them your stories. And that is the fastest way that I know to create what I, re- what I call reciprocal empathy between two people or between you and a group of people. 
Mm, absolutely. Well, we're going to, I definitely want to delve into that. So we're going to get into that right after the break. Again, you're listening to Sustainable Success. We're here with uh, Ben Joya, the creator of Influence with a Heart Method. Uh, you'll be able to find out some information later or how you can get more details on that. We will also be posting that uh, also not only the Voice America Influencer Channel, but also the Facebook page again, Sustainable Success 2017 on Facebook. Come check us out. And this uh, episode will be up later today. So we'll be right back at the break. More to come with Ben. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Uh, We're here with Ben Joya, the creator of Influence with the Heart. And we've been talking about this topic And uh, if you're just joining us, we were just left off with a really important area when it comes to influence with the heart, and that's the area of empathy. And then with empathy, how do people relate to one another when it comes to empathy? It always comes with storytelling, storytelling. Yeah, and I love stories. So, Ben, you know, talk about the concept of storytelling, but I would think that maybe we should start because, I mean, if maybe you could share your personal story 
that can really relate to the audience and we can describe why that's so important. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, so so let me, uh, I, I want to say one, one real quick thing about story sure. if I could, just sure. because, because the, the end of the story that I'm going to tell might take us on a slightly different track. <laughs> Um, so I just don't, I just don't want to lose the thread of the empathy. Absolutely, sure no. Please gets, speak freely. It's fine. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, um, just just the what we talked about right before the break was the you know quickest, most powerful way to cultivate empathy is to share our stories and ask other people to share their stories with us. And when I talk to my clients about that and organizations about that, sometimes there's the the feedback I get is, oh, I don't really have any interesting stories, and don't worry about quote unquote interesting or not interesting. Um, as long as you can tell stories that are true and relevant to you that you care about and also connect to, you know, the, the hopes and dreams and goals and desires and sometimes the pains and challenges of the people that you serve. Those are the stories that will be the most powerful. So they don't have to be epic. They don't have to be anything other than relevant to the people you serve and to provide a bridge, you know, from them to you and the transformation that you're offering to them. Mm, That's powerful. I think, yeah, because I'm a big advocate of stories. I use it a lot in my, when I, when I'm meeting people for the first time or if I'm doing presentations or keynotes or whatever the case may be. So, um, well, I, I'm always a big fan. I'm always ready to listen to a good story. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And so, 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 so I'll tell you a good story. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this is something that I actually use in all my, my keynotes and trainings as well. Um, I was in uh, northern India uh, a little more than a dozen years ago, and I was on a trek or what we, we might call a hike. And this is nine, nine days through the Himalayas you know, like 12,000 feet up. And um, back in that time of my life, I was a big knucklehead, like tremendous knucklehead. And I got to India without getting all of my gear sorted out and my boots were in really bad shape. So I had to get my boots fixed, you know, from a cobbler right before the hike. And the work that the cobbler did, he did great work, except one of the things that he did led to me having two of the biggest blisters on my Achilles tendon on day one of the hike. Okay. So imagine if you're about to hike through, you know, the hike through the mountains for nine days straight, we're talking six to eight hours a day, you know, really rough terrain. And every other day we're going from 12,000 to 16,000 feet, you know, over a peak and back down again. And every single step you're taking is ow, 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 because the blisters are there and there's nothing that you can do except literally walk forward. This is what was, what happened to me a little more than 12 years ago. And, you know, I, I, I tell this story for a couple of reasons, you know, one, because of the ending, which I'll get to in a moment, but number two, to really show that you know, although, you know, I was in a far-flung environment, which gives the story a little extra pizzazz, you know, I was up in the Himalayas, I was in India, you know, the, the, the thing that I'm talking about is the blisters on my feet, right? That's the most relevant part of the story, that no matter who's in the audience, everybody's had a blister, right, at some point in their life. So, 
I'm walking along, you know, step after step, minute after minute, hour after hour, day after day, just ow, 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 six to eight hours a day. And, you know, each time I'm so mad and I'm judging myself for not getting the right gear and I'm shaking my fist at the sky and I'm saying, why me? Why this? You know, what did I do? Like, I feel like such a jerk, right? Like all of this, you know, all of this mental chatter, all of this monkey mind kind of stuff. And then something like the fourth day, I'm looking at the top of the mountains and I'm going, wow, the mountains look different. And I'm wondering, like, why do they look different? And, you know, thinking to myself, like, I'm not on drugs. I mean, I used to do a lot of drugs back in those days. (laughs) I'm clearly (laughs) not on drugs. (laughs) You know, why do the mountains look different? And what I realized was that more than any time in my life, before that moment or before those several days, I was in the present moment like never before because of every single painful step was actually anchoring me to what was happening right now. And never in my life had I spent day after day after day, most of my time actually being present, right? Because most of us spend time regretting our past, worrying about the future, getting distracted, you know, watching Netflix, playing with our phones, all of those kinds of things with less and less opportunity to actually be here right now for what's happening. So I'm looking at up these mountains and I'm going, oh, this is why everybody talks about the present moment. This is why everybody you know, says this is so powerful. <laughs> so I keep walking and, I'm, you know, and it still hurts. Every single step is still really painful. But now there's not so much of the story, right? Now there's not so much of the judgment and the mucking mind. And I'm not going, you know, why me? Why this? You know, all that judgment, all of that self-criticism. And two more days pass, and I have this other realization. And it was the understanding, the difference between pain and suffering, which I had never realized before. You know, that, that pain is something that happens in the moment, in, in, you know, stub your toe, feel the rub of the blister, bump your knee, you know, whatever that thing is, um, physical or, or emotional. But the suffering is when you add all of that story on top of it. You know, when is this going to be over? What a jerk I am. Why me? Why now? If I could only have done something better, what does this mean for my future? You know, you take all of that story, all of that monkey mind stuff out of it, you're taking the suffering away from the experience and just dealing with the pain. And while pain is not fun, like I don't want pain, you don't want pain, we don't want pain for the people we love or anybody for that matter, at the same time, we can actually stop or at least greatly minimize the suffering in our experience by you know, letting go of that story and just being present with what's happening, whether it feels good or not. And that yeah. was my big insight in the mountains wow, a little that's more than powerful. 12 years ago. Because what's, yeah. what's great about that is that you could relate to that on many different fronts, right? It doesn't mean that you had to be in the mountains in India or mountains anywhere, right? It could be mountains could be could be you know a symbolic thing for for somebody else that could have been you know whatever you know it. it 
but it's just the fact and how you shifted the way you looked at it. it. It's just so, so powerful. And so, you know, when people say that, you know, hey, I don't have a story or, you know, they kind of are, are thinking that it's got to be something, you know, more than it should be. What would be some things that people could really, you know, in terms of relating and coming from empathy, how they could use, you know, how they could find something without overanalyzing to find something in them that they know they can talk, tell that it not only helps them, but helps the people around them, you know, re- in terms of empathy. Yeah. yeah, thank you. That's a great question. Um, you know, one, one easy thing to do is just think of the people that you've served, whether it's your clients, your customers, other people in your organization, where you have helped them create success and tell that story, mm-hmm. right? Like a case study is a great example. Like that, you know, because sometimes people, when they talk about themselves, they get a little reticent, a little concerned, but, you know, it's really easy to talk about other people, especially when you've helped that other person, you know, achieve something. So I like to invite people to, you know, to, to share case studies, success, success stories, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, was there something that, um, you know, your grandfather, your grandmother, your favorite uncle, um, you know, somebody, some impact that somebody had on your life just by teaching you something simple or providing some kind of example that was really simple to you? You know, tell that story and talk about why it impacted you and not only why it impacted you back then, but why it's still relevant to you today and how you are taking that insight or that impact and, you know, bringing that energy, you know, that example forward into the world. Um, You know, again, nothing, you know, it doesn't have to be crazy big anything. It just has to be stuff that stands out to you because if it stands out to you, chances are it's going to stand out to, you know, quite a lot of other humans that you're talking to. (laughs) Um, No, that's true. And then, yeah, yeah. And then the last one um, is, you know, people like wacky stories, you know, even, even big wacky stories, little wacky stories, whatever it is. So, you know, if you had a funny experience on the bus the other day or riding the subway in the city or, you know, or you saw a dog doing something funny running down the street, tell that story and why that was meaningful to you. And people will listen and pay attention. And, you know, chances are when if you give a talk or a presentation, you know, that story is going to be the thing that stands out in their minds almost more than anything else. Yeah, that's so true. That is so true. Wow. I mean, that's powerful. I really love how the storytelling and empathy comes together here. And, uh, well, we just have a little time left here, Ben. And I mean, I could spend another hour easily going through this because there is just so much great information that you are giving and and, and looking forward to, you know, hearing this episode again, uh, you know, on demand and sure our audiences as well. So, you know, just to really briefly, if you could just talk about the power of positioning, you know, um, here and, and how that plays a role, you know, in everything we're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, so uh, one of the most important things we can do for our own success as individuals, you know, or within our organizations or and ultimately in service of, you know, the people we care about, our families, our friends you know, our clients, our customers, um, is really positioning ourselves uniquely, like in, in the space in, you know, in which we operate, right? Um, you know, part of it is, is because we want to attract 
people to us. Part of it is because we don't want to struggle as much with trying to compete, right? If we position ourselves uniquely you know, within our space, it makes it a lot easier to attract people to us rather than going out and chasing after them. And one of, you know, some of the most powerful ways to position ourselves uniquely, you know, going back to the beginning of the conversation is to connect to our purpose, you know, ex- you know, make sure we're clear on, on the principles or the values that we're operating under, um, and then bringing empathy and our story into who we are, what we offer, how we're communicating, you know, why we're doing it, who we're doing it for. And, you know, if you kind of swirl all those things around, you know, in, in a big bubbling pot, that's what I like to call the special sauce or the secret sauce. And you know, each one of us has that special sauce and nobody else has the special sauce that we have. You know, even if you're, you know, a consultant doing, you know, this very specific kind of consulting, consulting and somebody else does exactly the same kind, you still each have your own special sauce. And the more that you can then, the more that you can stand in that space and really embody that and express it and, you know, be the true you, that's going to, is going to be what helps you stand out, you know, in the eyes, in the hearts and in the minds of the people that you serve. So that's why I, um, mm, that's why I really, really talk about um, positioning in this context. Wow, that's powerful, powerful. I'm looking more to hearing more. If you want to find out more about Ben, 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 tell us, you know, where people can learn a little bit more about you, what you're up to, anything you'd like to offer uh, to the audience. We we have a couple, just less than a few minutes here to to the end of the show. Sure. Thank you. So, yeah, so the easiest is to come visit me uh, at my website, influencewithaheart.com, influencewithaheart.com. And uh, if you want to go a little bit deeper on the positioning stuff to help yourself stand out a little bit better, a little bit more powerfully, and to be able to attract more clients to you rather than, you know, kind of fighting your way through the competition game, um, I have a, a PDF that you can download. It takes about five minutes to go through. Really, really insightful, kind of like a self-assessment. Um, and you can get that at influencewithaheart.com slash unique, U-N-I-Q-U-E. And I think that that PDF, you know, for anybody who's here listening to this, so much value, um, not because wow. part of it is because I'm giving some information, but most of it is because it will help you understand more about yourself by answering some questions about yourself because you have all the wisdom inside of you. Wow. Well, this is powerful. We, we, we are going to post that uh, also um, not only on the Voice America Influencer channel, but also on the Sustainable Success Facebook page. Again, we encourage you encourage to take advantage of what uh, ben has just offered. Uh, ben, you can't thank you enough for today's taking time out of your busy schedule to really drop these words of wisdom that can can easily you know, be applied to wherever we are in our business and our personal lives. Uh, again, thank you so much. And, and audience, we, we, we always respect you each and every week coming in out of your busy schedules to join us every Thursday from 12 to 1. Again, this episode will be available later today for uh, On Demand that you can listen to anytime. Again, we highly encourage you to go back and really listen over and over, even if it's twice, 
to what Ben has provided here today, a wealth of knowledge. Again, thank you, Ben, and thank you, audience. And we will see you next Thursday, The Sustainable Way. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.